back in late 2012 is when I started this channel. I know that sounds ridiculous that it took eight years to get to a thousand subscribers, but I kind of go through why. So first of all, thank you to the people who have stuck around because like I said, in 2012, it was a different type of channel. Um, but quite a few of you from back then have, have stuck around and I appreciate that. Most of my subscribers in the, were, were, were accrued in the past two years. And um, I, I think it's probably about 800 of them are, are, in, are from the past two years. And I kind of changed direction on the channel. And it was, well, I'll just go through it. I'll just go through it. Back in late 2012, my, my first introduction really to what YouTube was, was uh, fitness. I discovered a few fitness channels on YouTube and that was like my whole exposure to YouTube was like, this is what I went on there for. And I know now like YouTube fitness is like this huge, ridiculously crowded growing community of, of people. But back then there was a few fitness channels, a few people doing it where they would, you know, record vlogs or they would um, upload workout tips and stuff like that. And so that was my first real exposure, like besides like Star Wars Kid and, and you know, um, like unforgivable and like ridiculous videos like David Blaine, uh, real life magic like that. That was kind of my first exposure beyond just the silly videos. And um, I don't know, it's something about I had always been into fitness, right? I was into bodybuilding and, and um, this was like, I found something that was like, I don't know, it was this weird thing, right? It was kind of like going on a forum online and and and, and um, chatting with with like minded people. But in this, I could I could watch people's fitness journeys, right? And um, so in twenty thirteen, I had planned to to do a natural bodybuilding show, and so I figured I'd try my hand at at doing this YouTube fitness thing. And I would just document my journey, you know, week by week for like 12 weeks until I, I did this bodybuilding show. And that's what I did. That's what I did. Um, my girlfriend at the time, now my wife, Eva, um, she helped me do it. She would like film these um, updates each week, um, help me upload videos and stuff like that. I really didn't know much about uploading anything. And um, she helped me with all that. And... You know, uh, I, I probably did like 30 videos maybe documenting that journey and then I did my bodybuilding show and then after that it was, I don't know, it kind of died off. Um, I still I still did uploads every once in a while, but they were infrequent and it, it just became, I don't know, I don't know, but I, I kind of fell off of doing it for quite a while from like 2013 to probably 2014 or 15 I didn't really make any videos and then 
I don't know, something happened in like 2015 that reignited that desire to, to make videos, right? So I started, I came back with a vengeance, right? I came back uh, making these videos and I thought if I'm going to do it this time, I'm going to do it right, you know? All of these other YouTubers were spending hours editing videos and doing these awesome compilations of, you know, so I figured like I could document my life um, and, and give fitness tips and do product reviews and things like that. And uh, I did that pretty strong for, I don't know, maybe a year. And one thing that came out of that that's actually actually pretty decent is is I made a like a 50 episode series. It was like a weight loss series where I documented uh, my journey over two months and um, just just showed my day-to-day -day life for like two months while I was trying to lose, I think it was like 20 pounds or something. I was trying to get shredded, right? And um, so I did that. that. That's a pretty good series, but what I realized in doing that is how much of a time suck editing these videos was, right? I would spend, I would literally, I would film my my entire day and then I would spend hours at night uploading, um, or not uploading, but editing these videos. And then, you know, just for one video, maybe it may be a 10 minute video. And um, I don't know, it, it took a toll not only on me, but but on, on my family life, my, like my wife wasn't happy. She's like, what are you doing? <laughs> you know? And I'm like, I'm doing all this for like 50 to a hundred views, you know, on a video. And, um, it just, at a point, it just wasn't worth, you know, the juice wasn't worth the squeeze. And so I, I don't know. I became kind of disenchanted with it, to be honest. Like, it was like, it wasn't getting me where I wanted to be, and I was spending a lot of time doing it. A lot of time. And something else started to happen then, too. I started to realize that I wanted to talk about more than, than fitness stuff. And, you know, you always hear, when you're, when you're doing something like this, when you're trying to start um, something online, you're trying to... Um, like start a YouTube channel or something, they always tell you to, to stick within your, your niche, right? Find a niche and stick in that. And they say, uh, you know, make that your thing and just go all in. Well, well, that's what I did. And what I started to realize from that was like, I didn't really like talking about fitness that much. Like, I, I love fitness. Um, very passionate about it. I like doing it. I like, I like the the difficulty. I like overcoming, right? And um, and I like inspiring others to, to do difficult things as well. But what I don't really like that much is talking about fitness. Um, you know, and I, and I don't like, I don't like acting like I have an authority either. Like, there are so many different ways to go about um, being fit or getting fit that I, I don't feel like I could be an authority on that. And it almost feels silly to tell someone like, this is the right way to do something, right? And so eventually, it just became 
yeah, like I said, I, I became disenchanted with it. It was like, I'm kind of tired of just talking about fitness. And, and I began talking about some other things. Like, um, but it was still in that realm. It was like self-improvement and, um, you know, spiritual stuff. Like, just basically what I was doing at the time. I was reading a lot of spiritual literature and um, self-improvement stuff. And I wanted to talk about it. And so I would kind of share what I what I learned and share, you know, books that I read and, and what I found helpful and useful. And then... Um, it just kind of died off again. I just kind of was like, yeah, I'm tired of speaking from this place where like I have some authority to, to be speak, to be telling people how, you know, the right way to do stuff when I'm far from, you know, far from being where I wanted to be at the time. Right. Um, what, what, what business do I have telling other people, um, giving other people tips when I hadn't even figured it out yet. Um, and I just kind of lost interest. I lost interest in, in uploading videos where I, where I told people, um, you know, how to be, you know, and eventually I, I don't know what happened. I don't know what happened, but Another thing about it was that I was tired of talking about the same things all the time. When it's like, I am a multifaceted person, right? I have a lot of interests, right? Like most people, I have a lot of interests. And to narrow it all down to like, oh, I'm going to be this fitness guy or this self-improvement guy. It just felt, it felt, it, it felt icky, you know? It felt, uh, I don't know. I didn't like it. I didn't, I didn't really like what it was doing um, to me. And so, so I stopped. I stopped making videos for probably about a year. And then in 2018, early 2018, I, I watched Dave Chappelle's uh equanimity and the bird revelation and it was so good it was so good and I wanted to tell someone about it right and it, as awesome as my wife is she she's not interested in like the dumb stuff I like to talk about you know like movies and pop culture and stuff like that's just not her thing so you know, who am I going to tell? I mean, I, I, I talked to my friends about this stuff, um, but I don't know. I, I, I wanted to, to tell more people about this show that I watched that I really enjoyed. And so I did. I fired up the, you know, camera on my phone and I made like a 15 minute video about how much I enjoyed this and what parts of it were so great. And, um, and after making that, I realized, like, you know, this, this feels better. This feels more authentic. This feels like a way I can express myself fully, right? I could talk about whatever I want. What am I doing? Like, why am I limiting myself to 
to fitness and self-improvement stuff. When in real life, I like to talk about all these other things, right? Entertainment, movies, pop culture, TV. Um, um, I like telling stories. I like telling stories uh, of, of stuff that's happened to me. You know, that I think is interesting or wild or crazy. And um, so I started to think, like, I don't, I don't have to do this niche thing, right? Niche thing. I don't have to stick to one thing. I can, I can talk about a variety of things. I can talk about whatever I want. You know, I can do a, a trailer reaction uh, one day and then tell a story from my childhood the next. And then um, if I want to um, upload something that is self-improvement related that I found helpful, I can do that too. I can do book reviews. I can do whatever I want, right? And that's what I figured, like, fuck all this niche stuff. Why am I... Why am I doing that? So that's what I started doing in 2018. And then I realized that doing that, uh, being authentically like the entire spread of, of who I am, um, talking about all these interests that I have, it resonated with people. Like more people care. It's like more people were interested in the same things I was. And um, I didn't have to stick to something that, that I was forcing myself to talk about. And so, yeah, it just felt right. It felt good. And so I did this for probably six months, eight months. And my subscribers went up and my views went way up. And um, I think I was probably around... 800 subscribers and YouTube so at the time I had made I remember I, I had made my first little bit of money right for the very first time I actually made money doing something I enjoyed right um, you know I'm a truck driver by trade and I don't love it you know I don't love it but it pays the bills it takes care of my family and and it, it's been there for me for you know 12 years and um But this was like, I actually made a little bit of money. I think it was like, it was like $100. And this was from the entirety of my YouTube journey thus far had earned me $100. And um, I remember it was a big deal because once you hit that $100 threshold, they would actually send you the money. Until then, you were just watching it build up, but you couldn't actually touch it. So they, they sent me, I finally got my $100 in the mail. And, um. It was like a week later when when YouTube uh, changed their terms. You can no longer make money unless you hit these thresholds, right? You have to have so many subscribers. Uh, you have to have so much watch time per year in the given year currently. Um, and it was just kind of a blow, you know? And maybe it was just a blow to my ego. I, I, I don't know. It, actually, I don't know. Not, not, not really ego so much. It, it was like, it was like, I'm finally here. I'm finally able to make a little bit of money. And then I was like, oh, it's, you know, there, there's nowhere but up now. Right. So, you know, I kept, kept working at it. I'm like, I'll just upload a few videos a week and, and, you know, see what happens. 
and YouTube changed their rules, and it was just like a punch in the gut. It was like, man, I finally got to a point where I could actually um, make money doing stuff that I enjoy, doing something I love, uh, which is the dream, right? This is like the ultimate dream. Um, and even if it wasn't big money, it, maybe I could get to a point where I could, you know, have an extra $100 a month and, and spend it doing something with the family. Like, nothing big, something small. But the point was, I was I was actually being paid to do what I loved. And it felt good. And so when they changed that rules, it was like a punch in the gut. It was like, it's like, what? Oh, it, it, it had been a long journey already. Six years of doing YouTube, right? To get to that point. And, and it, so it was like, ugh. so I kind of lost heart with it. And my videos got more sporadic. And you could tell when I was talking, I seemed less interested in it. And just the fact that I got that bothered by, by the fact that they, they changed things up on me, right? Um, was also upsetting to me. Like, I was like, why do I care about that, right? I was getting so much enjoyment out of making the videos and having interactions with people um, who, who enjoyed my content. And then all of a sudden it was about this month, this money that I never even had before. So once again, I, I just became like, mm, you know, my heart wasn't in it. And um, and I remember my goal for the rest of that year was like, okay, well, I'm going to get to a thousand subscribers. But like I said, I, my heart wasn't really in it. I, I was making videos sometimes about stuff I didn't really care to talk about. Um, and it showed. It showed in my subscriber count. It showed in my views. And it showed in how often I uploaded, right? It was... It, it, it was clear to me that I'm like, mm, I'm just not into this, right? Well, here's the thing. I made a video last night about output or outcome versus output goal setting and um this is the big thing that changed for me on this channel and why i went from uploading sporadically and not really caring to uploading every day regardless of the views regardless of the uh, of the subscribers i just uploaded every single day right because i set a goal at the beginning of this year and it it wasn't it had nothing to do with money it had nothing to do with subscriber count or views the whole point of it was output what am i going to put into this right and um i realized those types those types of goals are the ones that are more achievable i mean you other if you make outcome based, based goals <clears throat> you're setting goals that depend on other people right depend on other circumstances but if you set out, output based goals you are basically you're saying i'm going to do this much work in this amount of time you know i'm going to put in this much work and that you have complete control over so that's what I did when I set my goals, which I do every year in January, I set goals for the whole year. 
and in years past, I would rarely reach my goals because I was I was setting those outcome-based goals like, oh, I'm going to get 1,000 subscribers by the end of the year. Or I'm going to make this much money at my job this year. Or, you know, um, fitness fitness-wise, I'd be like, oh, I'm going to lift this much weight by the end of the year. When I switched that in 2020 and I started making these output-based goals, how much work am I going to do? What am I going to put into things? And then reaching that output threshold was the goal. The work was the goal. The work itself had nothing to do with what I got as a reward for that work. It was only, the goal was only based on how much I'm willing to do. And it, it worked in a way I, I can't even like, I can't even express it fully. It was all the goals that I set, I've reached like 90% of them this year. I'm like, I'm surprised by it, kind of. I mean, I'm not surprised because it, it makes sense. But I am surprised of how well it worked compared to the outcome-based goals. So instead of saying I'm going to get 1,000 subscribers, I said I'm going to put out 60 videos this year. That's a little over one video per week. And, um, and I said I was going to run... For my fitness goals, I said I was going to run 500 miles by the end of the year, which was huge for me because the the previous year I had just started running and I ran maybe a little over a 100 miles, and um, so I said, all right, I'm going to run 500 miles this year. And it's weird when you start reaching these little goals, when you start reaching these these like ongoing goals, and you get there quicker than than you thought you would. Then you start piling more goals on top of that. Um, it's like it compounds, it snowballs. So I set a goal to write, run 500 miles, and by June, I had reached that goal. So I had to reassess. I'm like, I can't believe I did that. You know, I did this in half the time that I expected. So I, I then changed it. I'm like, okay, well, let's shoot for a thousand. Let's shoot for a thousand goals. You know, or a thousand goals. A thousand miles. So that's what I did. And now I'm on my way. Very close. I'm at like 900 miles right now. With a month left. It's very attainable. But if I never would have set that 500 mile goal, there's no way I'd be here. There's no way. Because something about putting these work goals in place, these output goals in place, it, it holds you accountable on the daily more, on the weekly, on the monthly you know, rather than just saying, by the end of the year, I'm going to reach this number. Um, or not this number, but like, I'm going to complete this objective, right? Um, that is based on, you know, other circumstances. Like I could have said, I'm going to run a marathon this year, an official marathon. And I'm going to do it in this amount of time, you know. I'm going to run a three-hour marathon, right? Um, and lots of things could have stopped me from reaching that. But what's going to stop me from just going out and putting in work and, and, and running every day. And it's the same thing with uploading YouTube videos, right? I set a goal for 60 for the year. And I think it was right after I ran that marathon. I just got this confidence about me like, man, I can I can do work, you know? There's a lot of stuff that, that I can't do that well, but I can, I can go to work. I can go to work all day. 
so I, I decided uh, right after I ran that marathon, I just, I got, I got a fire lit under me. I like to, I wanted to increase my output, right? And everything. So I was like, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to upload a video every day, every day. And I did that for like three months. Every single day I made a podcast or a video and it, it felt good. It felt good because it challenged me to find things that I found interesting enough to talk about every single day um, and to actually upload the video or the podcast. And in doing that, it was just like the, the setting the running goal, right? I very quickly reached my goal for the year, which was 60 videos. And now I'm, I think I'm over 100 for the year. And like I said, that reflects in other things too. It reflects in, you know, I didn't set the goal to reach a, a thousand subscribers. Um, I just set the goal to put out a certain amount of videos by the end of the year. And in doing that, I ended up reaching that that old goal that I had of, of a thousand subscribers anyway. So I think that's a ticket. I think I think that is, at least for me personally, I think that um, setting output based goals and saying like, I'm going to, I'm going to put this much work into something. I think that's, that's the way to go for me. I mean, I, like I said, in previous years, I've made outcome based goals, never reached them. I mean, 30, 40% of the goals, maybe I, I achieved by the end of the year. And this year I'm, I'm well on the path to completing almost every one of my goals, right? Because they're work-based, you know, run a thousand miles, upload 60 YouTube videos, um, you know, rather than, rather than saying I'm going to get a thousand subscribers or run a marathon in four hours. So that's kind of the journey thus far. And, and now doing, um, putting out content almost every single day, um, has made me fall in love with doing it again. Like, uh, I enjoy this. I enjoy what I'm doing. And it seems like that comes through um, to people who watch the videos, right? I'm getting more feedback. Um, and thank you very much to, to the people who, especially in recent months, have come through and really been engaging because that, it has, for one, it holds me accountable, right? It makes me like, hey, someone cares. So I'm going to upload this next video, right? Um, and it also, it, it motivates me to keep doing it, right? Like when I see people going, man, I, I'm really enjoying your videos. Um, and, and it doesn't matter what you talk about, right? Uh, I, I enjoy watching them. I enjoy hearing your thoughts on things. It makes me want to keep doing it, right? It's like, oh, well, I'm not just, I'm not just talking to myself here anymore. And so I appreciate that because, like I said, at some point I would stop doing it, right? If I was getting 
zero views and no one cared about what I was doing, well, I would just write a book, I guess. I, I don't know. I would do something that wasn't broadcasting out, out to the ether. So, yes. Thank you, especially to the people who are engaging, um, especially to the people who are enjoying what I do and, and letting me know that and speaking up and saying, hey, uh, the people who are you know, clicking the like button and, and all the people who have recently subscribed to the channel, thank you, because I, I wouldn't... You know, I set that goal of 60 videos, and honestly, I might have, I might have quit doing it for the year if I would have reached that 60. And people weren't engaging. If people didn't care about the stuff, you know, why put it out into the public? I can keep it to myself. I can write it down. I can, you know, I can journal. Um, there's there's no sense in putting it out there. But people are enjoying it. People are engaging with it. Um, and especially a lot of the newer subscribers. And I appreciate the old subscribers who have stuck around. From, from back in the days when I was just filming fitness videos. Um, and I don't, I don't know how many there are of those that are still subscribed. But I know that there are some. Because like I said, there was two to three hundred subscribers back then. And... You know, I know they didn't all unsubscribe. So to those who have been with me for a really long time, thank you for, for sticking around long enough for me to reach a thousand. And um, to everyone who's subscribed in the past two years, um, I plan on continuing to do this and uploading. Like I said, I'm not perfect, but I'm going to try to upload daily, right? I'm going to try to continue this 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 little journey that I've gone on of, of uploading daily because not only is it um is it good for, you know, views and stuff like that, but it's really therapeutic for me. Like it's it it, it feels like I don't know, it's cathartic. It it and it motivates me each time, right? Like I talk about one subject and then um, another one comes to mind based on based on that thing that I talked about um, for the next day. And then I'm excited. Like, okay, I can't wait to upload this. Sometimes I'll upload two in one day just because I've got something I want to get out. And um, I'm excited about it. And I just didn't have that before. And, and I do now. Now, I, I think something about doing the daily uploads, doing the the daily podcast. It's just like I said, it, it's like the, it's like the other goals that I set. It, it, it's a snowballing effect. And so it's like, I want to do even more. I want to do even more because I'm enjoying it. It's like, man, this is fun. Let's keep it going. So that's the plan here. Um, thank you to everybody who has subscribed. And um, like I said, it, it wasn't even so much. It used to be about, reaching a certain number of subscribers, but now it's about output. It's about what do I want to put into this, you know? So I'm glad you guys are enjoying it, the ones who are, and um, especially the people who are engaging on a regular basis. I really appreciate that. Like more than anything, the people who are um, encouraging me to keep going 
it really does encourage and motivate me. So thank you for that. Um, but yeah, we'll see. I, I don't plan on setting any any other, like I said, outcome-based goals. I'm not going to say, oh, I'm going to have 5,000 by the end of next year or 10,000 by this time. What's up, Jesse Show? What's going on, brother? So I think that's the plan is I'm just going to keep doing it daily. I'm going to keep uh, uploading. Like I said, I'm not perfect. It might not be every single day, but close to it. I'm going to try to keep it going. And, uh, oh, yeah, Jesse's Jesse's going to do the Long Lost Brothers Challenge. Yeah, I, I was, I'm going to do that today, too, I think. So, Jesse and I, um, Jesse Cole, we have a podcast together called the Long Lost Brothers Podcast. And it's a, it's a fitness and self-improvement slash uh, bro hangout slash pop culture, you know, bullshitting podcast. So we challenge each other each week with a, a new fitness challenge. And this week is it's pretty crazy. I, I always make these ridiculous challenges. Like my, I don't know why. I always got to like, I got to push the envelope. So I was like, uh, all right, so we're going to do five exercises for 20 reps. Then we're going to run one mile. And then we're going to repeat that five times in a row for time. <laughs> Like, I always got to add on something stupid, like, for time. So, yeah, I think I'm going to get into that soon. I'm going to finish the uh, finish my coffee here and uh, load up on caffeine and probably knock that out. But anyway, thank you for anybody who tuned into the live stream and anyone who watches it later, hearing my little story of how I got to where I'm at. Like I said, it's not a... It's not a huge accomplishment. I'm not saying like, wow, it's, this is a crazy huge thing that I did. It took me eight years to reach a thousand subscribers. Ridiculous. That's a ridiculous amount of time to reach a thousand subscribers. No one would consider that a success. But you know what is a success? That I set a goal to put out a certain amount of videos this year. And I followed through on that goal. I reached that goal a long time ago. And I'm going to keep going with it. So... Um, this is something I kind of enjoy too. I kind of like this live stream thing. So I might do this more often. This is pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. Alright. So I'm, I'm going to sign off now. Um, thank you for watching. Thank you for everyone who subscribed and helped me get to that 1,000 subscriber mark. And um, if you enjoy videos like this, they're not usually this long. But uh, if you enjoy me ranting about uh, pop culture, entertainment, um, you know, movies and TV, politics, um, random life stories, then please subscribe for more because that's what I do here. I try to, I try to do something every day. Once again, for the third, fourth time this video, I'm not perfect. I don't upload every single day, but I try to, and I'm gonna keep doing that. So. If you enjoy that sort of thing, please subscribe for more. Um, if you do, if you decide to stick around and, and subscribe or favorite or follow uh, the Daily BS podcast. Also, if you're interested, go check out the podcast with Jesse Cole called Long Lost Brothers. And then I also have a, a, a podcast that's devoted to the Disney Plus Marvel TV series that are about to come out called Marvel Plus if you're interested in that. So 
Um, all right. If you decide to stick around, then I'll talk to you again tomorrow. Thank you for tuning in. Talk to you then.